emotion. He felt both frustration and enthusiasm. He grew weary at the end of a long day and fell ill from time to time. He pulled muscles, felt sick to his stomach, and maybe sprained an ankle or two. Like all of us, he sweated and sneezed and scratched. Everything proper to the human being, except sin, Jesus experienced. Jesus' humanity is a stumbling block for many people, including a few Christians. Incidents in the Gospels that show Jesus displaying intense and even unattractive human emotions can unsettle those who prefer to focus on his divinity. At one point in the Gospel of Mark, he speaks sharply to a woman who asks him to heal her daughter. The woman is not Jewish, and as a result, Jesus seems to dismiss her with a callous comment, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. That is a stinging rebuke, no matter what the context. When the woman responds that even the dogs get crumbs from the table, Jesus softens, and he heals her daughter. Why did Jesus speak so sharply? Was it because he was visiting what Mark calls the region of Tyre, a non-Jewish area? where he was presumably not expected to perform any miracles? If so, why didn't he respond to the woman more gently? Rather than using a term that was seen in his day as highly insulting. Was Jesus testing her faith? Challenging her to believe? If so, it's a harsh way of doing so, at odds with the compassionate Jesus whom many of us expect to meet in the Gospels. Perhaps, however, Jesus needed to learn something from the woman's persistence. His ministry extended to everyone, not just Jews. Or maybe he was just tired. A few lines earlier in the Gospel, Mark tells us, he entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Perhaps his curt remark indicates physical weariness. Whatever the case, and we'll never know for sure, Both possibilities, he is learning, he is tired, show Jesus' humanity on full display. But there is another part of the story, a healing. Jesus says to the woman, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She returns home, says Mark, and finds her child lying on the bed, the demon gone. Fully human and fully divine, means that Jesus of Nazareth wasn't just a great guy, an inspiring teacher, and a holy man. Moreover, the charismatic carpenter wasn't merely a clever storyteller, a compassionate healer, or a courageous prophet. In response to Jesus' question, Who do you say that I am? Peter finally answers, You are the Messiah. But Jesus is divine far more than Peter could comprehend even while identifying him as the Messiah. Jesus performed astonishing deeds, which the Gospel writers call either works of power or signs. Today, we call them miracles, healing the sick, calming storms, raising people from the dead. Time and again, the Gospels report that Jesus' followers, no matter how long they have been with him, are amazed and astonished by what he does. We have never seen anything like this.
says the crowd after Jesus heals a paralyzed man in Mark's gospel. After he stills a storm on the Sea of Galilee, Matthew writes, They were amazed, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Even his detractors take note of his miracles, as when they castigate him for healing a man on the Sabbath. The miracles are an essential part of the story of Jesus, as are other signs of his divinity. So is the resurrection. If Jesus' humanity is a stumbling block for many, his divinity is even more so. For a rational modern mind, talk of the supernatural can be disturbing, an embarrassment. Many contemporary men and women admire Jesus but stop short of believing him to be divine. Despite the proportion of the Gospels that focuses on his works of power, many want to confine his identity.